Welcome to Worldwide. Wide. <laughs> we need an intro. It's Mrs. Worldwide. <laughs> okay, let's. I don't know how we're gonna start these podcasts, but I guess we should talk about why are we even starting a podcast. Do you know why we're starting a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked me right before we started. No, I, I asked you what the podcast was about, not why we started it. Oh, I think we're. I think we're starting it because we. We feel like we always have interesting conversations because <laughs> we're very conceited and <laughs> think our conversations are so awesome. No, we, I think we, we have a lot of little brainstorm sessions with each other and then we're like, oh, that was really interesting or oh, that makes sense. And we tend to take away things and learn more and it makes us feel like other people might want to hear about it, get some value from it. So we want to share yeah, and I'm not sure we even have to have the same purpose. I think for me, it's it's not even necessarily about what other people think about what we're saying so much as it's just kind of fun to sit down and record our thoughts and talk mm. out loud because we normally do that anyways. And also, it would be cool to have like a historic record of our conversations. True. And this is an easy way for us to document the journey and, and where our heads were at different points in time as we're learning, right? I think that's yeah. I think that's what you and I are pretty good at is like we're constantly curious, constantly learning, and we're both building our own thing and helping each other do that. And even if no one ever listened to this, it would still be interesting for us to have and then yeah. kind of like fun and probably a little bit cringy to go back and listen <laughs> to what our conversations were like now in a year five years ten years yeah that's interesting i didn't think of it like that like how fun that would be to look back yeah well and i think it's it's the idea of like document don't create you know like we're just simply recording conversations that we would otherwise have yeah i just think when i think of document don't create i think of doing it for the purpose of sharing with others or teaching others i don't think of it for the purpose of like you having your own documentation of your journey and being able to go back and like appreciate how far you've come or like just figure out where your, your headspace was at certain times maybe when things were going really well maybe they weren't weren't going so well like that's like it's kind of like a journaling out loud experience thinking out loud <laughs> We almost, so we were trying to figure out what to name the podcast, and we had a lot of terrible ideas, talking in circles. That was, <laughs> that was mine. That was <laughs> Steph's wonderful idea, but one that we were sidelining, and, and then we thought of thinking out loud, which we both agreed was a cool name, except then we looked it up, and it turns out there are is already a thinking out loud podcast which makes sense because it was a really good idea and so then my good friend sam the man leon in la called me to wish me a belated happy birthday and which i appreciate thank you sam and i asked him because i knew i knew sam would have an idea it's just one of those people who you can call and like ask for for some creative assistance and he'll come through and he thought up the name drum roll please (laughs) sex in the office (laughs) thank you for the sound effects you're welcome 
and I, I like it. I, I think it's fun. I think it's, yeah, I think it's just, it's fun, you know, because we're going to talk about sex and relationships. We're going to talk about our relationship. We're going to talk about business, sex, office. Makes sense to me. Speaking of sex, I'm getting hot in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, because didn't know where you were going with that. We had to turn the fans off because... I just took off my shirt. <laughs> she has clothes on, yeah, just to be clear. Or does she? Or do you? What kind of podcast we'll is never this know. going to be? <laughs> so anyways, welcome to Sex in the Office. Nobody who's... <laughs> if anyone ever All listens. zero of you. Just Sam. Sam is the only one listening. <laughs> so anyways, for this first conversation... I mean, really for all conversations going forward, it's really just about where are we at? What's going on in our lives? What are we thinking about? And generally speaking, what Steph and I think a lot about are things like business, personal growth, psychology. We're always reading a book or multiple books at a time, enjoying, you know, TV shows or movies. We saw Mission Impossible last night. Really good, by the way. I highly Mm. recommend it. It was the first Mission Impossible movie Stephanie had seen, which is yeah. insane. It was good. Tom so, Cruise is actually amazing. You're, you've helped me to really appreciate him. He as an is actor. just oh, so good. I um, think he's the greatest action movie hero. Like he's just his as a. He's so what good. was the movie we watched here? Maverick. Yeah, but it was his name was Maverick. His but name is Maverick. Top Gun. Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. Top Gun. Yeah. I like thought about that movie so many times after watching it because I was just like the adrenaline and the emotion it was crazy you're the best person ever to watch movies with especially action movies or just (laughs) anything with action in it because (laughs) I have never watched a movie with someone who is so emotionally involved in what is happening (laughs) you're it it is like you are there and it's like I'm there because I'm just thoroughly enjoying (laughs) watching you I'm there next to me we what did we we were watching we've been watching our planet the second (laughs) season and it's like an animal planet type it's so good i mean if you haven't watched any of the our planet episodes are incredible i don't the cinematography and and the shots they get are just absolutely unbelievable and it really of course makes you appreciate our planet and watching it with steph is so fun because you know we're watching a scene and there's often scenes where they are sort of building the characters of these different types of animals, like a a snow leopard or a lynx and a rabbit, right? And how the lynx has to survive and is only going to get food every few days and needs to hunt down this rabbit. And the rabbit is running away and the lynx is chasing it. And Steph's getting anxiety just hearing me talk about it. <laughs> And she's like, oh no, she's freaking out because she wants the rabbit to get away. But she's also like really vying for the for the lynx because she wants the lynx to survive. And there's just the stress <laughs> like, is so high. The stress of both of them not being able to live is very sad. Oh man, and, it's so, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I've never experienced watching <laughs> anything with someone as, as involved in what we're watching as you. And, and it's so fun. I think that's why scary movies are just way too much for me because I feel like I'm in the movie. Like, when I watch something, I'm just too emotionally invested. So, yeah. like, I'm just too connected. I can see that. And I, I really enjoy scary movies, so mm. we, uh, we just don't watch those Mm-mm. together. But, yeah, so we like 
we like learning about a lot of things. Lately, I've been enjoying learning about history and specifically historical figures and learning about their stories. We love learning about money and sex and we talk openly about all things and there's really no topics that are off limits between us and that makes for interesting conversation and not even off limits I, th- I think we find pretty much everything interesting and like we're I mean not like pretty much you know like I, I just feel like we can stir conversations off of anything and be be curious about it I feel like we have a pretty specific set of interests, though, and and we have those interests we in do. common. We do, but which is why we we can have the conversations that we do because we're both curious about the topics that. But I think like we're very also both open minded, even to the idea of being more open minded moving forward. Like just like because learning recently how important it is to integrate different interests in order to. Just be better in business. How do you explain this? I'm explaining it right. Like, like learning about like different areas of life, like random things like our planet and basketball and people skills and politics and history and having like a variety of information floating around in our brain to help us make connections to things so that we have a better understanding and a higher learning capacity. So, you know, we were talking about going out of our way to read random books that are even fiction or just, like, around topics that we're not even, like, drawn towards just to, like, create more of a connection. Yeah, I I think, I mean, there is... Maybe I thought about this differently than you. Yeah, I I think that I have a pretty specific set of, of interests, and I think that we share that. I don't think I pull from a diverse range of a very diverse range of no i don't think you do either but lately but i know lately we were talking about like the importance of like expanding our mind in different areas to kind of was i not talking about this with you why why do i feel like you're not understanding i don't know which other of your boyfriends (laughs) was this conversation with you're no, confusing babe. me. Maybe it was a dream. <laughs> one of your other, one of your other. I was reading it in a book today, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna tell Andrew because this is what we're talking about." I'm reading the book Mastery by Robert Greene, and he was talking about this, where it's like he was just saying like the importance of, he was just sharing the importance of just broadening your broadening your skill sets by broadening your knowledge and being able to make various connections based on learning about different parts of the world and life but whatever i digress yeah i mean i I do think there is there is uh merit to that i just don't think that we have a a very broad range of of interests it's like business psychology money sex but we don't really have any like hyper niche interests, I don't think, or like I don't know. There's just a but lot. Think... There's just a lot out in the world, and I, I think we, I definitely think we do connect dots. Like I find myself often connecting dots from different, especially stories of of people. Right, like when we were watching recently the coaches, coaches rules for life, or the, the playbook coaches rules for life, which is a Netflix series listening to each of those coaches talk about their philosophies and being able to connect their personalities, their philosophies, their circumstances to 
other historical figures or entrepreneurs that I've read about and learned about. So there's definitely connecting dots in that sense. Yeah. I mean, I think too, I like that we, because Andrew listens to this podcast called Founders and he has been for a while and then he turned me on to it and it's basically just awesome people biographies of of mostly entrepreneurs mostly entrepreneurs and just people have reached very high levels of success and had dramatic influence over the world and just really cool stories and everyone every one of them has like a different background and they had different skill sets and interests and it's just cool to see like how they started and how they believed in themselves when they were a nobody you know and and they had everything going against them but they they made it happen and they just, it explains the story of their life, you know? So I think that's when I first said to you, it's, it's really cool listening to biographies versus just business podcasts because it actually tells you a story coming from different viewpoints with people with different interests. And that's been really helpful for me because it's also very like, you know, you get, it gets like your, I want to say mirror neurons, but not really because you're not like taking action right away but you're you're able to like put yourself in their shoes because it's a personal story so you find more sim- simul- similarities within the actual stories of people plus if you're starting out and you listen to their story of starting out and like how how they felt and what they had going against them you kind of relate from the beginning and it just gives you more hope and inspiration and kind of like motivates you and pushes you to want to do bigger things so that's been really cool. I really like that podcast. Yeah, and one of the things that David Senra, who is the the host of that podcast, says is that, and, and the reason that he does the podcast is because humans are mimetic creatures. And so the idea is that we should study and learn from the people who have succeeded where we want to succeed mm-hmm. because we will emulate their the things that we learn about them, right? And so I I was thinking today about how in the past I've sort of thought like "Mm, the information that you take in, the data that you take in to your your brain, one could speak about that in a metaphorical way. Like, you know, you'll hear it's like, you know, what fuel do you feed your car, right? Or what, what, food do you feed your body right and so your body is a reflection of the food that you feed it you wouldn't put crappy gas in a in a lamborghini right or or whatever car you like but the 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 information that you feed your mind goes even beyond that because not only are you are you fueling it but you are actually going to be a reflection of what it is that you're putting in your mind and so by listening to by by listening to something like founders which for us as people who you know are striving to be successful entrepreneurs we want to emulate to some degree you know the things that we like about the entrepreneurs who have succeeded before us and the best way to do that is to feed our minds with the stories the actions the things that they've done and accomplished and overcome because we will then copy that you know if it's if that's what you're feeding your brain then that means that's what you're thinking about that's what you're dreaming about and that's where your focus is is going to go and 
yeah, Founders is great for that. How to Take Over the World is probably my favorite, definitely my favorite podcast of all time. How to Take Over the World focuses more on historical figures rather than entrepreneurs. Although Thomas Edison is one of the people that are covered in How to Take Over the World. He's both historical figure and entrepreneur. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. So we'll be talking basically just about kind of all the things that we have going on and also providing updates on what's going on in our lives because we're both at, you know, in, in the beginning stages of what feels like building very, you know, big and impactful organizations. Like I feel like we're both just starting in that in that journey and have achieved a level of success so far that makes us comfortable. But it, just in terms of our ability to live and enjoy enjoy life, but not succeed at the level, nearly at the level that we are aspiring to and not having nearly the impact that we eventually will. So it'll be fun to share that journey and talk about it out loud with each other uh, mm-hmm. because it is what we talk about every single day is, you know, for us, like I think with a lot, or maybe all entrepreneurs, there's not really much of a separation between our life and our, our business because we're, we're kind of doing we're obsessed. what we are <laughs> <laughs> obsessed psychopaths. <laughs> and so, I mean, I guess on that note, we could kind of create our first milestone here of, of where we are with our, our mm. businesses. You know, I have Pesty, P-E-S-T-Y, marketing, and I have Bananas Marketing. And Bananas this year, I think, is going to do about $600,000 in revenue and Pesty will do about a little less than $100,000 in in revenue and I've been running an agency and a company really an agency in one form or another since 2016 so it's taken me seven years to get to to this point Although it's really only been the last couple of years that I've managed to kind of get my shit together and, you know, figure things out enough to to really grow them because it took me the first, you know, it took me six years to get to 350000 in revenue. And that was last year. Mm-hmm. And this year combined, you know, both companies will do like 700000 So then based on that, next year should be at least a million, if not a lot more. And right now the team is about 12 people. Most of those are contractors. I have two full-time people, Natasha and Elise, who are both amazing, and I'm really lucky to have them. And right now I'm in the process of hiring at a minimum one, but maybe two people at the same time. I'm really excited about both of these candidates and potentially what they could bring to, to the team and and what we could you know do together and so right now our focus with both companies are seo for small and medium-sized businesses and pesty marketing is the company that i think has that i know has the potential to really take off and become a more tech focused style of of startup that has a huge impact on the pest control industry and yeah that's where that's where the businesses are right now and and that's where I'm at. So with me, I started my 
business in 2018 and it was basically one-on-one coaching for the last, I don't know, four years. And the first three years or so of it was communication, helping men through communication. And then a few years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, I got into strictly helping men with their sex problems. So as a sexologist now, my focus is not only one-on-one coaching, but I also have more more programs to sell on the side, as well as an idea I have for an app, and also a course helping men overcome premature ejaculation. So my app idea, it's a sex meditations app, or program, right, a concept, offer. Because <laughs> right now it's an offer, my sex meditations offer. I have about a few hundred guys total, actually probably about, 400 something, almost 500 guys total who have bought my meditations. And so far reviews are are great. And I'm really looking to expand that, do less one-on-one coaching so that I free up my time to produce more content. And, And right now the business is about, this year it should hit 160K. I'm on track for that. That will be my highest year. I think it was three years ago when I hit six figures for the first time. Actually, sorry, to 2021, I think. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, the year before that was 97, I think. <laughs> or like 90K. So, so yeah, so now I'm hitting 160 this year, or should, on track for that. And... Yeah, for me, I mean, my my biggest thing is content and putting out more content and mass producing it and also getting more comfortable hiring out so that I'm not spending so much time trying to figure shit out and getting overwhelmed with it. So that's definitely my, my demon right now that I am fighting. <laughs> or just, you know, the thing I'm trying to get better at, I should say. So... Well, and, and you're, I think, one of the biggest leaps forward for you this year has been hiring people to you know do work that you would otherwise do for the first time hiring a copywriter hiring designers Mm. Mm -hmm. and developers and hiring people to you know do do stuff that they're just better at than than you things that you don't have skills in but things that in the past you you've just never hired for up to this point you've really done pretty much everything yourself yeah. And yeah, I mean, this is the, like, I, I, I hired a podcast booking agent for a couple months, hired someone to design some posts a little bit, hired an agency for a month to try them out, hired, yeah, just people here and there. Yeah, the designer for the new landing page, which is great. They're doing a great job. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely a weight off your chest when you find people who can do what you do and do it better actually and then you free up your time but it is interesting because it's the whole idea where it's like if you're gonna hire out then you have to be sure you're spending that time that you now bought back to actually do something effective (laughs) (laughs) and not just sit around and be like yay (laughs) i get another vacation so yeah i think for me something that's been happening is like part of the reason why i think 
subconsciously, and this is how I'm analyzing myself, part of the reason why I think I have not hired, hired out for tasks is because of my insecurity producing mass amounts of con- massive amounts of content. So it's like I always keep myself busy doing things that don't put me right in the spotlight again and again and again. Does that make sense, the way I explained it? Yeah, I, which is f- so funny because your whole business is centered around you putting yourself out there. Yeah. But you've managed to find a way to put content out there so long as you don't feel, so long as you feel it's quote unquote good enough and so long as you don't feel too vulnerable, right? Yeah. I would say those are the two things that keep you back because if you don't think it's good enough, you're worried other people also won't think it's good enough. So you're sort of prejudging the content you put out there. And to be fair, you still managed to grow a a following and and people who really, really, really deeply know, like, and trust you. I mean, that's the only way that you build the business and the influence that that you have so it's not that it hasn't worked but considering your aspirations yeah there's definitely that that does hold you back from kind of taking things to the next level Mm -hmm. but it's it's totally within your your reach and also you're so good in front of a camera and and you're such a natural really educator i'm not even sure if it's i i do think you're a natural entertainer as well and you used to do a lot more of that in the content that you put out but more than anything i think you're a very natural like teacher you know you've gravitated it sounds like even since you were you know in your late teens towards you know you showed me the first what was the first thing you posted on instagram was you teaching people how to do a yoga move yeah (laughs) stupakrasana first take your leg push up in your shirt shoulder girdle i was like all this terminology a little blonde stuff i can't even imagine so so yeah i i you know now it's just a matter of like organizing yourself and also maximizing the content you are creating right which is the importance of turning one piece of content into mm-hmm. 50 pieces of content yeah. and and being organized enough to to know how to do that or to instruct a team how to do that to be willing to spend the money that it takes to to make that happen or to be willing to you know just put in the hours to to make it happen on on your own mm-hmm. but but yeah yeah i mean i do at this point in my life, in my business, I do have a very high level of confidence in my skill sets and my teaching ability, and I love it. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, the results, you, the results you get are consistently amazing. Yeah. Consistently, I mean, you just get consistent results, period, which not yeah. a lot of people can say in in the thing that they do that you you consistently deliver at a very high level but clients hire you and they work with you for three to six months and they walk away and their lives you know at a minimum their sex lives and more often than not their their lives far outside the bedroom are are changed their relationships have changed their confidence is different their relationship with their body is different and and you're just really you're just really good at what you do 
So, yeah, I mean, to ha- obviously having that as a foundation is really important. And it's interesting because you tend to lack, like, your... There are so many other people who are, like, charlatans out there who will market themselves as if they're really good at what they do, right? And, like, they actually don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. And... They just have great marketing. Yeah. And and they're just willing to put themselves out there, like, you know, all the time and and, and in any way, shape, or form. And when push comes to shove and... You know, it really comes down to how how much do you actually know, how how much of an mm-hmm. expert. Like, how many hours do you put into this? Yeah. Yeah, it's they they really aren't. So so it's great. I mean, it's it's cool that. Yeah, I, I just know the results that you get, and and it's it's awesome. So. I can confidently say too that like I've I've put in a lot of hours in my work like whether it's reading whether it's like analyzing client notes whether it's working actual with actual clients one-on-one for years like like I I just feel like I know the words that are going to come out of my client's mouth and I know what he's thinking and that's like and they tell you that (laughs) and they tell me that all the time and it's just like a really cool feeling to be like fuck like I know this guy like it's just so exciting and it's it's just like, it does make me reflect on like, wow, like this took years to get here and I still have a long way to go and I still, there's still so much I don't know, which is even just more fun because it's like, it's just starting and like, it's already exciting, you know? Right. And what you're doing is, is, is in my eyes, like a, a billion dollar opportunity. Like it's yeah. such a massive problem that you're helping solve and it's such an underserved market. Yeah. And it, you know, for, for several reasons, I mean, first and foremost, it's just not in vogue to help heterosexual men, like in any way, shape or form. Yeah. To only focus on them. Yeah. The the pendulum has really swung hard the other way and, and for good reason. And I think that's, it's fair that, you know, there are, there are other people who also are, are getting their fair chance at, at getting support and assistance. Yeah. But, and I'm not anti everyone else, right, you know, and I think that's where people, whatever, we won't go there. <laughs> but um, I, I want everyone to get the help they need. I just see that their heterosexual men make up the majority of the population in men, and there are so many dick related concerns and trouble with men communicating with their female partner, especially around sex. So I'm like, one in, one in three men will experience some form of premature ejaculation in their life. Premature ejaculation. Yeah. One out of every three. And that's, that's just premature ejaculation. There's yeah. also erectile dysfunction, delayed ejaculation, sex communication issues in relationships. Like there's just so much opportunity yeah. in this domain where you are anxiety. where you're so knowledgeable and you know, at at some point I mean, arguably you're already a, a world a leading expert on on these topics and and especially premature ejaculation and and that's only going to that 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 is only going to continue you know your experience is only going to get deeper you're only going to help more guys you're only going to collect more data and solve you know more of these problems and so it'll be really interesting to see where your business goes and especially this meditation this meditation app, yeah. which I'm really excited about that you 
finally launched a few weeks ago and you have how many subscribers do you have right now just right now for the new one the subscription model correct i have like a hundred something maybe like 110 or something yeah so over, so 110 110 guys paying you every month for your for your your meditations for this you know tech for this you know essentially app mm-hmm. yeah which is really really cool yeah. That's not easy to do, to get people to part ways with their money, especially on a subscription basis. So... Yeah. I really think it's going to help. Like, I'm thinking... I mean, it is helping. I'm already getting feedback. Yeah, you're feedback. getting feedback. But within within two weeks, I got feedback saying how it's changing, how guys are masturbating and, and they're just... They're able to get off without porn and... They're able to get off with the thoughts in their mind that they didn't even think was possible, or they're they're getting to know what it feels like to actually relax during masturbation versus have a tense moment with them. So, like there's all these little shifts that they're having and experiences that they're sharing, and I'm like, holy shit! Like this is just I literally just got got started here, and I have so many ideas, and there's so many ways of helping men here, and I'm kind of thinking of this meditations as a a, a form of coaching you know it's not just like these meditations that will just you'll think about the same thing every time like they're gonna be in a way where it's like little series within each topic so that guys feel like they can progress with each problem that they have and that they can actually like have a path towards improvement by using these meditations as the tool to get there so it's kind of like a very low Highly effective but low-cost coaching methodology is how I'm starting to think of it because I really think it's going to solve big problems and be more than just like this relaxation technique. Yeah, and just like any meditation app, you know, has its own programs and things that will help someone do meditation on on their stress or meditation mm-hmm. to help with their anxiety or meditation to help them sleep better or meditation to help them focus on improving their relationships like there's there's meditations for everything that you know most of these meditation apps cover but something that none of them touch on are the you know sex aspects of 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 life Mm -hmm. and that is where you're sort of filling the void and not without competition because there is another app currently out there and yours is an app yet it's in its minimum viable product or mvp stage prototype stage as Steph <laughs> likes to call it and and there is an app and they have raised money and it's called Mojo and they focus specifically on erectile dysfunction and they even have a feature where there is a meditation aspect to it but what's so funny and, and shocking that they haven't thought through how weird this is is that they have in one of their meditations there's like an older guy who's who's doing the voice for the meditation and so as a guy you're supposed to be masturbating to this the the sound of this older guy's voice and you're and as a heterosexual guy like it's just such a distracting thing to try to be touching yourself and you have some male voice, male in, voice ear, in your ear trying to relax to, you <laughs> and and, and they just seem to be kind of missing the boat in that area. And also they have a more niche focus. But 
I mean, they are crushing it. I don't want to talk shit, but <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, there it's 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 not that. I'm just saying in this one area where you are focused, which is with the yeah, meditations. Yeah. I mean, that's really what helped inspire me because I was like, I did, you know use the app to I mean not use it myself but like to check it out and see like what it was offering and I was like wow this is I, I put that when I you know remember thinking that was strange and how it would be more effective like I was just I just remember in that moment thinking like oh I could like I could do this differently if I were to do it and then and then going through my sexology program and just like read and then reading a certain book and I kind of just put everything together and I was like, wait, this could be like its own thing. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that was the genesis of it. For some reason I thought mm. your inspiration for doing the meditation was you, you're at the, at the core of what you do with, with guys is you help them visualize what it is that they want. And so I thought you just thought of the idea to create a meditation for a client one time and he said that it worked really well. I didn't realize you had seen the Mojo app first, seen their meditations, and thought, oh, I should do this for a client. Because I, well, I I thought of doing a meditation for him that was on, like, the sexual guidance side because I remembered Mojo did it. Oh, and I was like, I didn't feel so weird doing it. Because I was like, oh, well, Mojo did this. So, like, I'll do a medita- like a meditation. Interesting. So that kind of, like, yeah, that memory popped up. And I was like, I remember they did this. And how I was thinking, like, I could do it a little differently. So, yeah. No equity for you, though, Mojo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it better. But, I mean, that's... We. <laughs> Steph is doing it better. <laughs> you like to be part of it, babe. But it's okay. <laughs> But yeah, there's just a lot of places to take it and it's it's exciting. And yeah, I really feel feel blessed to do something that's so exciting and impactful for people and yeah, to do it alongside you where you feel the same about your stuff and just get really excited about the hiring process and where you're taking stuff and it's just it's fun. So it's Wednesday, July 12th at nearly 11 o'clock at night. We are in our studio in Financial District on Wall Street in Manhattan, in New York City. And we are at the beginning of some very, hopefully, surely big, impactful, exciting adventures and stories and this is this is it we're recording it this is it 400 square foot apartment that we're sharing (laughs) at this time in our classic classic manhattan life (laughs) and we're doing great yep so thanks for listening sam Appreciate it. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> and we will be back. Everyone else. <laughs> soon. Bye, guys. Okay.